Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sissoko finally waited. Ericsson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the net, brilliant goal. On debut, Tunge Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First time here to Son. Kane, good area for Spurs. And Kane's not afraid to shoot! Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional! Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terra in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run! Yemin Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career. Good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to another Touchline Hotspur pod brought to you by the newly formed and newly branded New Spurs Order. Joined today by a lovely cast, a lovely cast once again. First up, Goldberg, aka the hardest, probably the hardest working man on football YouTube. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. My internet's a bit higgy. I'm good. I'm good. Hopefully, you lot can hear me. Um, it's good to see y'all. It's good to talk football. Hmm. Well, it's Looking not good, to to see you. Class, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's not bad. Not bad. We're still on a high-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Booker T, how you feeling, man? All moved in? Yeah, good, man. Good, man. Happy to be all uh, settled now. Um, yeah, I'm good, bro. Can't complain. No complaints here, man. And uh, Scott Hall, you got any um, fruity or spicy intros for us today? I'm still the bad guy. Um, I don't yeah. believe Son is the most killing call in the in the Prem. Man can take that to the bank. I mean, <laughs> that's what Tom says. As well as like <laughs> V's for Vendetta, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only the only yeah. take I've got is obviously they just need to cancel International Week. It's just dry, bro. The teams yeah. are just dry to watch. So cancel International Week, and Hoiberg still outside the stadium, isn't it? <laughs> he's on. But he's no. been on Hoiberg's neck all week. I know. He's definitely right about one thing, though. Our international break is dry. He's been setting me up for some good segues recently, old Scott Hall, because 
um Sai, Dave and Yas uh did one of our um Patreon pieces earlier. I believe it came out today, so on the day of recording. Um, just for some extra content for you during this international break, just getting a bit deeper into Antonio Conte and what he can bring to to Spurs. I see Sai, if you know him, Wordsmith, Dave, our resident coach, and Yas he's um very, very um very into his Chelsea. Uh, formerly of Chelsea, Hour, usually um, usually gets deep pause, and it makes for a very interesting pod because apparently Yas is a bit of a hater at all Spurs as well. So pause there, fucking hell. Yeah, I know. I've been <laughs> I've been I'll watching be my words recently. I've been very suspect. <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, mentioned earlier, Tobes. Um, Again, probably the hardest working man when it comes to football YouTube. You had a bit of a scouting mission recently, and obviously we've got the January window coming up, and a lot of these rumored players played in this derby. So what were your thoughts from the Milan derby? Um, Kessie definitely didn't have his best game. Uh, he looked a little bit sloppy in the ball, and then he gave away the penalty that led to Inter Milan's first goal. Um, I felt... Brozovic was as good as he always is. I rarely see Brozovic have like a poor game. He always gives a reliable performance. Um, I don't know who else we've been linked with. Uh, Skriniar. Skriniar was... Skriniar, Devay. Skriniar was, was solid. I think he... I think the only back... The only person in the back three who missed a, a beat was probably Devay for the... For the um for the own goal. And even then, I don't even think he played badly, he just scored an own goal. But I think defensively, Inter looked good. I think AC also looked good as well. It was, a, it was an open game of football, but I felt both defenses coped well with um the threats that were coming in. Bastoni looked really, really good. I like I like that guy, man. Um mm. not only was he able to defend com- comfortably as well, but um he was able to like offer himself as a as a threat going forward. So yeah, um, yeah. I think <laughs> great game of football. I think mixed day for the players that um, have been linked to Spurs. But has it deterred my feeling on any of those players? Absolutely not. Hear him off, man. Fair enough. And um, Malakash just commented. Um, just down below, me and Topsaf had an extensive dialogue about this. Brozovic over Kessie. Now, I'd like you to elaborate on this dialogue because I still, I'm still under the impression Kessie is much better than Bo, uh, Brozovic. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on the, that little comment there? Um, you know, it was also why you know I raised that point in the in the group because, well, first of all, I feel like because of like the amount of money that we spent on players recently maybe that we're not really scrutinising these players that we are interested in or that we're speculated to be to be buying. So I I was looking at some of like his games, some of his numbers really in in detail. And uh, you know, I was just like we just like we discussed in the group, you know, what really are the qualities that we're looking to improve on? Um, why are we looking to improve improve on those positions and obviously midfield being one of the key areas. Um, I feel like Kessie is a good player. I feel like what he offers is probably going to be a bit different to what Brozovic offers, but I feel like we would probably be getting maybe a more rounded player in, in Brozovic. 
one of the things I feel like Kessie does offer is decent ball carrying. Um, he does take set pieces and penalties. Uh, and he does offer PMP, which I feel like we've been missing since we had a Wanyama Dembele pivot. But when I think about players that would sue Conte style, or players who maybe even have already played on the Conte, Brozovic would probably suit, I think, a bit better. I feel like he's maybe more more rounded, and actually he's probably more defensive, um, which is kind of the profile of a player that we kind of need in a more pressing manner at this moment. I'm not saying that Kessie isn't good, and to be honest with you, there are lots of positive. I don't really, I don't really see any real weaknesses with Kessie. Um, he's free. The only money you'd be paying would be the wages, and you'd be able to get him in now. But the, the last thing that I would, I just don't want us to do as a club is to jump in for him because he is available, and it may be somewhere down the line be regretting that we made the decision at the expense of wages, at the expense of having another midfielder in the team. When, like Tobe said as well in our group chat, we have like five or six where at least two or three definitely need to be up. They definitely need to be offloaded in the next two transfer windows, you know? Yeah, that's definitely true. And the most potent point of all there, the last one, obviously players needing to be offloaded. Um, I couldn't agree with you more, especially on that. And um, obviously we had uh, on the back of um, a game against Everton, um on the weekend which um ended nil nil but uh yeah i will come to you on this because uh, your your facial hair has just been addressed by si in the comments there as well so i feel like you uh will have to comment on that as well um but first of all like what did you think of the lineup going into the everton game given that we played a game midweek and um i guess the initial thoughts in the first half um, to a degree, I wasn't actually surprised that he went with the same lineup. It's funnily enough, normally I, I'd be like shocked, horror, but I was like, wow. it's the Italian way to kind of have a set team, you know, they're, they're notorious for that kind of they have their set 11 and then they start to build a team around the set 11 or the formation, should I say. And in that regard, that's what they did. Um, so Playing Davis at left centre-back, I mean, is not going to give anybody confidence. Um, to be honest you, I don't think anybody in Davis' family has confidence within him, <laughs> and we don't either. Um, but the first half, it wasn't a great game, but the first half, there was a lot of elements in that game that surprised me. I haven't seen Spurs do in a very long while. Um, there was no fear to play out from the back. None. I mean, I, I respect Conte for doing it, but how dare you? You, you put Dyer at centre-back and you have the audacity to play out from the back. I said, wow, this guy has cojones. Pause. Um, but yeah, playing out from the back was really surprising. It looked even more surprising because players made themselves available. Um, I mean, not all of them were great on the ball, but they made themselves available. They seemed to not be afraid of uh, receiving the ball, even if they weren't good at keeping possession. And they tried to advance us up the pitch, you know, the right way, if you want to look at it like that. So for me, it was a breath of fresh air to see that um, 
I didn't think we were going to lose the game, honestly. Um, which is more on the fact that Everton are just crap um, as opposed to us being good on the day. Uh, but I also couldn't see where we were going to get a winner from, which is still a worry uh, for us as a team. Um, and because of all of this uh, stress and nonsense that Spurs have done to me, I've taken off the beard. Uh, I've revealed a bit of skin of a five o'clock shadow. You guys are now in the true Scott Hall days of madness. Yeah, and the beard will not return until I see victories in a Spurs shirt. So right now, as as Toby said, Goldberg to you guys. Uh, this is the V. It's for Vendetta days of Scott Hall. It's one. Yeah, a lot of men are going to be receiving crud. <laughs> one of the men that is top of the top of the list is Hoybjerg. Yeah, because listen. It didn't matter. No, 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 no. Don't hold, hold take yeah, your hat away. Take yeah. your hat away. No, no. No, we're going to address this. I didn't want to go there, but I have to. Yeah, listen. <laughs> you definitely did want nah, to go nah, there, nah, by the way. He definitely did. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I want it known no, that when no. Mal says he didn't want to go there, he did. Because he nah, it was didn't. I didn't want to go there. Yeah, I didn't want to go there. No, hey, hey, Tops. You hold it tight. You're back in London now. You're accessible. Yeah. So listen. Yeah. No. Hobiag needs to apologize to all of us. Some of the passing he was doing on set, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. We cannot move forward with a midfielder that cannot string passes together. So if we're looking at Kessie or we're looking at um, Brozovic, listen, big clubs make big moves. Get both of them. Kessie's going to be free anyway. So just pay his wages and pay pay for Brosovic. I know Brosovic is about 29. Right, bruv, listen, experience is experience at this point because I'm hearing rumours that we're freaking going to be looking at Bell. Nah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not bringing that guy back for another gym session. But for goodness sake, man. What kind of rubbish is that, man? Six-month loan deal, boy. Um, I don't want injury. it. I, I yeah, don't no. want it. I don't He's just come back from injury. You do okay, realize. okay, but if Antonio Conte wants him for six months, what are we gonna say then? We have to accept him. He's coming off the bench. I hope you do realize that he's not a star. But but can I tell? Can I ask who is it that's gonna oust him from this team? If we play if we play three four three, who on that right side do we have that's better? Than but we're, that? not, we're not playing a three four three. It's gonna be a three five two. But he's, he's played play... three four three. He's played three four three. This is what I'm saying. If it's a, if it's, it's a flexible. Two, if it's if, if it's a two up top, then I don't see the point in going for Gareth Bale. No, but... no, it won't be a two up top. He will play. He will play the the free role. So the free role right now is basically where it's the one of the. So if you got three four three or three five two, but three four one two. Yeah, it's the it's the one behind the two strikers. So I think for the last two games he's played what Lacelso. That's the one. Obviously Lacelso is not going to last. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, Endon Bailey is probably going to be the guy that's going to play the one. Or if we do get Bell, it'll be Bell that's going to play the one. But Bell but ain't starting. I think off the bench. The guy ain't got no legs. Nah, bro. The thing is, legs hype. I'm just going to word to few and legs hype. Because Lucas Moura has got all the legs in the world and the guy is a brainless bonehead, bro. He just runs into traffic. Moura's runs, 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 runs into traffic. Moura is there for, for moral support of the Brazilians. Yeah, but, but, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, he's started, bro. And he's started. Mm. And he's been one of our better... It, it, it's a travesty that he's been one of our better players this season. Beat that. 
Lucas Moore, Lucas one goal, one league goal all season, Mora has been one of our better performing players in the league this season. Do you know how horrible that sounds? Because because he, he has heart. Yeah, he it looks horrible as well, by the way. Exactly. Like, it frustrates me so much. But, yeah, give heart, what, but he has what I'm heart. saying is, what I'm saying is, yeah, he can have all the heart in the world, but brother, we need, we need GNA. We need G and A. Yeah, <laughs> fam, top said it. Top said it. Top has been screaming this for the past six, seven months. All we have in the, in our team are a bunch of drip merchants and passion merchants. Fuck all the drip and passion. Give me G and A, bro. That's what we I need. We've got drip, fam. Hey, listen, Harry has never worn anything that made me thought. You know what, Harry? I'm gonna. I need to buy that, <laughs> bro. Listen, there's no drip in this but team, I, bro. We're dripless. The only thing, the only thing that I can think his mindset is looking at is like I'm only going off what Conte has actually said. He said immediately off the back of the Everton game, we did lots of good things, but the one thing that we didn't do very well was that we were not clinical and we made lots of mistakes in the final third. We needed to basically take those chances and make them into goals. And the only thing that I can think that he's thinking is that if you have people, I know this is a funny topic because we discussed it this week, if you have people who are clinical in clinical opportunities, they are given the chance to have shots at goal or create goals, then they can be a difference. Because clearly he can already tell that we are doing things that he's already asking of us and we're getting into positions. Albeit we didn't we didn't have a shot on target, but we're getting into positions that maybe we weren't two or three weeks ago. So yeah, he's probably but... looking at it and thinking, you know what, let's get someone in who is clinical, who is able to put uh, some of these chances, be it half chances, three quarter chances away. I still don't think the answer to that is Bale. But you know, yeah, no. Bale, Bale has to come. Do we not already have the answer in our work. team though? Because Yao yeah, alluded to that Conte will probably go three five two or three four one two, however yeah. you want to say it. Do we not already have the answer in our team already? Who? No, we don't because we no. don't have a midfielder. And, we don't have a midfielder yeah. to play in that hole and score those goals and create. Yeah, Endom, like as Owen, good as Owen, 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 is, Owen, he's, after, he's not doing it. I've got Tongi in mind. Put put Endom there, but Endom ain't gonna score the goals though. What you say, no, but he can facilitate our two shooters to score goals. Obviously, he could. He could. What, what, what are you saying, Tox? Of all the attackers we have in our team, after after Sun, who scored the most goals in us in our team this season? Okay. How <laughs> many goals in the league? Yeah, one. This this I'm saying. Exactly. This exactly. I'm saying. Yeah, there's like, 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 quite a few on joint one. And we have a team with apparently countless attackers, countless wingers, countless creative players. We're basically eleven games into the, into the league, and only one player has more than two goals. We and really need to be who, having players. Who, 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 who are these more, countless more creative players? players? No, no, he's saying that on paper. On paper, we have these forwards, midfielders, and they're all dead. <laughs> Tom, all dead. Don't say them. Hey, I told you, you're in London. You're accessible now. Don't say these words. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, but you know, no, no, but I'm, I'm, st- I'm staying facts, though. I'm staying facts. No, he is. I, mean, he is. Like, I know what Tobes is saying, though. He's almost indirecting Lo Celso on this. Like, on paper, he's supposed to be someone who can be here. <laughs> Get GNA. But, my God. Like, he has been, he's been a new level of poor this season. And not just, not just this Everton cameo kind of summed up his last 12 to 18. Run him out of the Listen, if, listen, if Lo Celso... Listen, listen, I'm going to be nice and rude at the same time. If Lo Celso scored that goal, the one that hit the post. He was mad unlucky. Great shot. Yeah. But if it had gone in and we won that game, people would have been like, oh, well done. That's going to give him confidence. I wouldn't have cared less. Goal or not, 
sack this youth, bro. Like, he hasn't got the minerals to be in that position. I understand the whole thought process of, oh, if you get Bell, my whole thing is even if you get Bell coming off the bench, that's a goal threat coming off the bench because he will shoot from anywhere and he can literally beat any keeper. The problem bro. I have is I don't want Bell because he's coming here to do gym and bro. I don't want man doing gym yeah. no more. Yeah, no one, re no one really, like, only maybe, like, a couple Spurs fans really wants Gareth Bell. No one really wants Gareth Bell. But it's they more about... They see him in the stadium, so it, they want to see him. It's I more think about, loads of Spurs fans want him back, to be fair. Do they? That's, that's, that's what I've seen on the timeline, because the source, the, timeline reported, the source that actually reported, the source that reported Bell potentially coming back was El Chingwinguito, and they're just notoriously known for going, oh, Malo, Malo, uh, tic-tac. Yeah. And then, then the fans got gassed off that. But don't you think, don't you think with, with Gareth Bell, it's not even like a, it's it's wants and needs. Like, it's not like we're signing Bill on a per. Me personally, I would much rather a permanent option, but I'm re I'm trying to be realistic. No. Like, do we really think the club are going to sign a, a, a starting right winger in January? No. no we already need a striker. We already need a midfielder. We already need a centre-back. We need so many options, yeah? Like, Gareth Bell, yes, he scored against Scrubs. Yes, he was piss poor for... For large parts of last last year, but fundamentally, he's going to score goals if he gets the opportunity. That that that's my that's my thing with with Gareth. Don't Bell. Want him. I, 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 listen, I, I'm not begging for Gareth Bell to come to this club. If the club didn't go for him, I'm not I'm not going to lose sleep because he, he's not even a player who I thought of. But the fact that he, the links have come out, if Antonio Conte wants Gareth Bell, I'll get on board with it because in the end of the day, he's someone who can actually do something that. Um, some of our players can't do, which is score goals. What's the so, point in Lucas Moura beating three man and doing you're, nothing? You're bro? jumping on board if he's coming off the bench, right? Because you're not having him as a starter. Bruv, I don't care what he does. Just just score. And and the reason why I'm saying it's not about start, it's not about start. The reason why I'm saying like he will probably start is because it's not about what I want. The players that are starting for us are not good enough. They're not better than Gareth Bill. Lucas Moura is not a better player than Gareth Bill. He isn't. I don't care how many players he runs past. He's not a better player than Gareth Bale. He isn't. Lo is not a better player than Gareth Bale. These men, they're going to play the same. They're going to play against the same piss poor teams that Bale bashed up. And they're not going to do half as good a job. You know what's I mean, funny? One thing that can't happen is the Welsh Mafia can't, they can't reform. So if we're getting uh, Bale, somebody has to go. I mean, I mean, in the scheme of things, does Bale... Wouldn't even come back. I mean, what were you even saying here? Like, oh, he's about to be. To I don't even think he'll back. Did you realize that? I mean, why would he want to come back? I, I don't, no, I don't no, think no, he's, no. he's been injured. He's been injured for, for most for, for all season. Madrid, like... Madrid ain't giving him a new contract. He's about to be out of contract in six months. Period. Yeah, they don't <clears> want him there. Carlo called him back. Said, "Yeah, let me have a look at you, fam. You're doing gym. Kick out. You weren't involved, bro. If Carlo is dropping you." After Zidane gave you the, the je ne sais quoi, move, don't come near me. Yeah, after Zidane gave you all of that and then Carlos come over and dropped you, you know your time's done. The only other club in the world that's going to go after this guy, as it stands, is Spurs and Daniel, I need my ex-backs leaving. That's the only to reason. Yeah, to, to be fair, though, to be fair, though, um, the games, the three games before he got injured, he played for Ancelotti. He played. He's only he's only been fit for three games. This that, that's my main my main concern isn't even isn't exactly. even, isn't really even my main concern is injury, bro. Like, exactly. why are we going? Exactly. Why why if he's fit, I'm not going to have an issue with this. He ain't gonna be fit. Injured, 
Why are we signing him? He's been out since he's been out since September. Wow. He's in September. Ah, oh, piss off. No, I don't want him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But given the context, so if we if we hypothetically sold La Celso and sold Bergvine in January, would you have not necessarily want him, but would you have Bale in January on loan? If because Bale, I wouldn't necessarily want him, but in that scenario, if Conte wants him, I'll have him. If if Bell comes if, to if the club, we sold, if we sold those those two, I mean, and that got yeah. drip merchant, that drip merchant, that non-drip merchant, non-GA oh. drip merchant, and and that absolute farce of a footballer that's that's called Giovanni Lo Celso, of course I'm taking Bell, but that ain't gonna happen. We're not selling those two. Listen, we're definitely not Bell, selling those. If Bell comes back, yeah. Conte has to be sacked. Now, listen. We, this we can't, we can't be going back. No, no, no. no. We, nah, kick him, kick him, kick him. Kick, kick. I want you out right now. Right now. We need to move forward in life. You man, you man are holding on to X. This is mad bondage. Break the cycle, bro. Yeah, it's I was just saying we should sell two of the bums that who have been ah, underperforming. I'm definitely letting go. Here, bro. Huh? You man are going to church and you're saying, God, forgive me for my sins. I'm still sinning. Bro, come on, stop this nonsense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. I'm not going back there. Not going Who back there. knows? Who knows? And I love what uh, Ash has said in this because this has been another topic in our group chat. I feel like Ash is actually part of the podcast at this point uh, as part I of the stream. Ash, I saw Ash the other day at um, at the at Conte's, Conte's first game. Oh, right, yeah. Thursday. Oh, yeah. okay. Shout out Ash. Shout out Ash. Because he's this We need to have a discussion about Son and these performances. He can't keep getting away with this. He's really, he needs to fix up. Me personally, I think he's got money in the bank and he'll hit the ground running once he properly adjusts to Conte's formation and system. But, I mean, the age might as well continue the dialogue from the chat. Um, it's you know, it's it's it is what it is with Son. It's purple yeah. Son. We know exactly what we're gonna get with this guy. I mean, personally, I feel that the times, a lot of the times that he actually doesn't play well, he's playing in roles that he's not really comfortable with. He's not really a give and go guy. He's not really a player with his back with his back to goal. He's someone who likes to be in in behind and he likes the ball to feet. And the way that he plays sometimes. Well, the way that Tottenham have set up in in a number of games this season has not allowed him to be able to flourish. Kane's barely getting on the ball. You're barely getting any balls over the top, and he's barely getting any ball to feet. So all these different all these different things that are kind of playing into how he's playing at the moment. I mean, we we know what what Son is like. Whilst he is a very good finisher and puts away you know ninety percent of his chances, he does go through these patches, and it's and it's like it's not unheard of from him I feel like yes the conversation should be had but then you know we put all our eggs in his basket we've given him the contract he's a he's a basically he is a starter for the club and he's probably going to be he's going to be longer he's probably going to be there longer than Kane at this point so at this point I mean we're just going to have to sit, you know shut up and just sit down and just take what we're getting from him because this is literally what we know when when we when we talk about when we talk about song, yeah, Tobes, uh, I know you were strongly kind of in favour and almost um, defending Son to a point. It's worth noting he had quite a poor game against Everton, Terrible. but um, 
given that he's being played more centrally now, more as like a, like I say, a central forward under Conte, <coughs> surely he's going to be a, a huge weapon for us going forward, especially under Conte. And I guess a question you could ask is, do you think he could be, he could reach new levels and be more consistent under Conte in the system? Um, Son is what, 29 years old now? Um we know what Sun is. Tremendous player. Some say he's world-class. Some say he's not world-class. Listen, I totally get the argument for Sun not being world-class because he's streaky, 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 streaky. Streaky Joe. That's 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 Sun. But me, personally, I, yeah. Like, I'm not going to say my opinion because I, I I sit on the fence. I sit on the fence. I, I change out the weather. But Sun is a player that when it's time for me to criticise him, and he goes on one of these Barons runs, fair enough. But for the most part, like we have argued in all week about, the guy has stepped up countless times as best, even when he's not at his best. Even when he's thinking like the joint, the guy has stepped up countless occasions for Spurs. How many wingers in the league guarantee guarantee um, double-double? Mm-hmm. Past two, three seasons, double-double. Good point. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Fair enough. We 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 asked, oh, can you hit 20? I want you to hit 20 to get the world-class tag. But at the end of the day, when you look at our team, one of the lowest creators in the league, one of the lowest scorers in the league, yeah, and yet this guy's coming up with 20-plus goals, double figures and assists, it's going to be very difficult for me to, to judge him with the same scrutiny as I'm judging other players because he's simply doing more. Even in this barren state where he was shit against West Ham, Shit against Man United. Shit against um, who was it? Everton. He's still our top scorer this season. He's yeah. still our top scorer this season with four goals. Clear as well. Clear of everyone else. Like yeah, honestly, honestly no, Yao, Yao's jumping at the bit. I'm fair enough. I'll, he, 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 he'll give you his take because I think what Yao, what Yao's about to say on Sun is the majority of it is is fair. It's, it's justified. Like Sun. A player of his quality, you can't be dropping the level of performances that he drops from time to time for Spurs. But in the end of the day, more often than not, this guy is putting Spurs on his back. But yeah. that's me. Go on, y'all. So, so last season we called him what? Purple Patch. Just, he hasn't shaked it. And I said it in the preseason. I said, look, this guy needs to stop scoring in preseason because he's, he's running out of his Purple Patch tax. And yeah, granted, he scored what four goals this season so far? What in the league? Four in the league. That doesn't do it for me. It never has. I know a lot of people are going to be up. What are you talking about? Yeah, you need goals and all that kind of stuff. Performance nine times out of ten will get you over the hill. Nine times out of ten, just get you over the hill. It doesn't even matter if you don't score as the striker or winger in this position. Performance will just get you over the hill. Yeah. And he has stunk. Um, <laughs> he has stunk up the drain. Yeah. Now, granted, in the last, well, maybe takeaway last season. Um, Can you answer that question when you're done as well, by the way? Yeah. I will. <laughs> I will. Uh, <laughs> um, granted, last season, you can't take away what Kane did. As much as he had bare games where he was stinking. Stats-wise, you can't take away what he did. And I don't even think I don't even think Son was that bad for for the season in terms of his performance. 
But my biggest problem is we don't know, as it currently stands, as a team, how to get the best out of Son. Like, you've seen him in so many positions where it's like, oh, man, yeah, we're, we're going up against this team. Son's going to run right. And he just has a stinker. Like, there's no way, man for man, he should have been dealt with or out of the game so much against Everton. He was largely useless. And it doesn't help that Kane weren't any better, but he, he, was, he was really poor. Like, he couldn't get into the game. And we're talking about Everton, who've been struggling all season. And that's worrying. That's very worrying. Because these are the kind of games where, all right, granted, we haven't had a great season, yeah? But you should have some sort of performance in this kind of game. You shouldn't be missing in this kind of game. And it's long, yeah? So, for me, Son um, needs to step up. It's just, it's just that simple. Step up. We don't even have options to take him off the off the um off the pitch and put him onto the um onto the bench. We don't even have options like that. Like so, and the same goes for Kane. Like, I'm sorry, but because we don't have options, these players just have to step up. Either you do that or you don't. And I know people are gonna be like, we need to play to their strengths. Well, good luck with that. Because I couldn't tell you the answer to that. Well, um, was there any Spurs players you rated, by the way? What, in our <laughs> current squad? Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Rate, I, did, I, I said rated by accident. Is there any Spurs players in this current squad that you rate? Name names, brother. Name names. I think an obvious one might be Romero, but Ro that Ro might Ro be where Romero's, it stops. It's early, isn't it? I, I think he's the best defender we've got, which is shocking. Because that means <laughs> the rest of our defenders are that crap. So it's really harsh. Um, I, you know, honestly, outside of me calling him like waved, I rate I rate Hugo. I do because he's yeah, been consistent. That's a good shout. That's he's a been good consistent, shout. regardless of whatever you want to say about him. He has actually been a consistent performer for us. Um, no, I don't rate Kane like everybody else rates Kane. I think Kane is an incredible strike of the ball, left foot, right foot. Um, but I just I just hate the fact that in the the moments when you just need him to step up, he wants to do he wants to look like his brother instead of look like himself. Um which is embarrassing. Um Emerson listen <laughs> I said it in the group nah nah stop, stop laughing <laughs> I said it in the group yeah Emerson Emerson he he needs time, so I can't really say too much. Yeah, his first game he got he got sent to South London by by freaking Zaha with his freaking fake dreads, so he messed him up. But he's he's growing, he's got confidence. So I rate I rate the little girl kid, but I don't think Spurs is the right club for him. Honestly, I've said it. Emerson, is, me Emerson is mediana man right now. Let's yeah, yeah, right. he's not he's not looking too good. <laughs> Everybody else, like whoever who I have not mentioned, is on the chopping block. The only person who I'll mention is not really on the chopping block because he's he's saucy with it. But we're not that kind of team. It's Endombele and he doesn't even want to be here. Yeah, he's not reliable, so, bro. He ain't reliable. Exactly. So you can't trust, man. Yeah, but we know what his ability is about. Son, 
son is son, isn't it? He's not my son, but he's somebody's son. So that's nice, isn't it? So that works. And Kane, Kane's a muck. So how am I supposed to rate a muck? What do you want me to do? Rate a muck? I'm not going to rate a muck. Sorry. I'm not going to do it. Lo is not a real player. He's not, he doesn't exist. Ali's a fake dread. The Jamaicans should be beating him up. That's a disgusting attitude by him, bro. Going out there with blonde, blonde dreads. What kind of... You're not a dread, man. You don't deserve none of this, bro. What kind of nonsense is it? And we got Diabolical at the back. Fam, why do you want me to rate these players? You know what my rating is. Everybody knows what my rating is. Look, you got, <laughs> you got Maguire, you got Winks, then you got Decent. And that's what half the squad is. Just Decent. Yes. So disrespectful. Bro, <laughs> enough. What do you want me to do, bro? Owen is fuming. Owen is uh, I'm, I'm the objective host, so I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm in too tough. Until somebody could tell me otherwise, yeah. Listen, we need to we need to address that in football, like the the whole pricing of players has gone out. Especially with English players, it's gone absolutely a one. It's gone mad, yeah. But there's no given way in life that anybody anybody of Maguire's ability should be over fifteen million pounds sterling. No, fam, he's not good. Yeah, and I know people will be like, "Raw, no, nah, if he came to Spurs, Spurs would be slightly... Fam, big man, stop that. Stop it right now, yeah. He's not good on the floor. If the ball is in the air, of course he's going to win it. Man's head is bigger than all four of us combined. So, of course he's going to win headers, bro. He's got a wham head. That's why he freaking got convicted in Greece, yeah, for headbutting the freaking waitress that was talking to his sister. Obviously, he didn't get convicted because he's got a few a few lawyers that can sort him out. But that guy should be heading balls. Maguire is absolutely trash. And moving on from Maguire, Dyer's no better. And this is what we got in our squad. Let's be honest. Back in the day, what, four or five seasons ago? Yeah, Dembele. Quality midfielder. Wanyama, before he got injured, quality midfielder. These men you could rely upon week in, week out if they started. Jan Vertonghen, easily one of our best centre-backs in the last decade. Easily. Toby, before he became old man Toby. Quality. Carl Walker, all right, quality. Danny Rose, before, before the injury against freaking Sunderland, put in a good shift. This, this was a decent to good enough team that should be challenging. We've gone from that to to regular Don. <laughs> That's mad boys <laughs> calling him in the group. Man calling regular Don, bruv. Yeah, we've got regular Don as our left back. His understudy is freaking suspect. Yeah. Ryan suspect Ryan, himself. Ryan sus. <laughs> and then you got you got freaking Emerson, who we don't even know too much about at right back, and his understudy is a variant. He's not even a real person. He, he doesn't exist in this universe. He came from the multiverse, bruv. Yeah? And he just landed here. Yeah, so th this is what we're dealing with. you got Romero, who's, What's dead? who's probably our best easily. I'm not even going to say probably. Easily. What's dead? Yeah. And you've got Diabolical, freaking... Um, what's his name? Uh, what's that? Sanchez, who's not even Colombian. Jesus, the guy's got... He's got no, no, he's not even Colombian. I don't know where this guy's from, but he's not Colombian. And then you got, I'm going to get onto him. I didn't want to because he's a local lad, isn't it? But it's, it's, I've got, I'm here in it. You man made it happen. Tanganga. Bro. Hey, sort it out, bruv. 
sort it out, kid. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're easily one more game from reaching the top of the stairs, and I'm gonna kick you off because I can't deal with this no more. I cannot. We need to progress as a freaking club, not just in terms of hiring a manager, not terms in, in not just in terms of like the players we buy. We actually need to progress as a club. We cannot keep harboring these needy average man and hoping praying that they work it. in a system it can't mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. okay fair. i hear it i think the summary for that is our squad is essentially just made up of deviants and no eternals yeah, that's fair i completely oh, mostly agree with that to be fair um that summarizes that and just to close out the um the ever the everton game as well like I think a lot of people argue we were the better team, even though um, we didn't have another shot on target. And I think that's about four hours. And now we're, we haven't had a shot on target. Um, yeah, crazy. But was there anything um, encouraging in the second half from Conte's team, which you saw, which we can essentially use as another performance or something to build on going into the Leeds game in a few weeks' time? Um, again, it's, it's very hard to, to mention these as positive because one, we were playing up against the Everton side without their best midfielder this season, without their top goal scorer this season. Richardson just come back from injury. Yeri Mina out as well. So it wasn't even like a fully strength Everton side. They were playing fucking Fabian Delph and, mm. Alan and then Tom Davies to come on who... Uh, uh, oh, crikey! A championship centre mid to come on and 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 save them in the second half. Um, Andros Townsend having to roll back the years, <laughs> and Demar De- Demari Gray um, doing his his absolute best to try and get them something. But I will say this: they defended better, and what I mean by that is blocks. Yeah, not not letting Everton create high quality chances, not that they had the players on the pitch to create them anyway, um, but I have to give credit where it's due, if you can even call it credit. Defensively, I think we were better. I saw Skip making some crucial blocks. I saw Romero making some crucial blocks. I felt as I felt a defensive performance, it wasn't the worst. But again, it wasn't against the best opposition. So if there's something I'm looking into going into the, the lead game, leads who like to have a lot of the ball, who like to pop off shots, who like to commit bodies forward, I think this defence, hopefully, touch wood, should be able to withstand some element of pressure. Yeah? Mm. So that's what I saw. I'm not reaching and saying no Spurs are good defensively now all I'm saying is against Everton defensively they weren't bad offensively they were shocking I agree. yeah I think that's fair yeah. to say I agree uh, Booker T were you about to chime in there I agree with um, what he said as well um, I felt like you know um, our two best opportunities in the game were by Regulon and Emerson, which were uh, moments where we had uh, interplay, which resulted in one of our forwards crossing to the back post for our, our fullbacks. Um, albeit they didn't take those chances, 
but at least you know these two these are two players who are getting getting in these opportunities um maybe with, with a bit of better you know concentration uh, maybe body positioning in those final moments to to get those sort of chances into goals would probably would probably be important moving forward but i mean I, I mean there's no benefits in a game where you don't take any shots on target you know you can't really take much but you know i think for me as well going back to what tobe said i think if you look like a better defensive structure that gives you the foundation to be able to play knowing that every time you, you that you go back you're not looking to make a mistake you're not looking to uh, do anything silly. And one thing I did actually like was the ability to play from the back. I mean, everyone knows about Conte's automation, you know, getting these defenders doing set movements, set techniques, set patterns in order to play themselves out of, out of the back. And to be honest with you, with the players who I don't think are actually very good technically at the moment, um, to kind of see that, even after like a week of training, is a positive. Uh, it's probably going to get even better with time and also with better players as well. So, yeah, like I like what you said about the patterns as well because a lot of people picked up on that. Stephen Warnock um, did a good piece on Sky Sports about our win backs, especially, and I saw a lot of what looks like to be the building blocks of a process of automation. Like we look like we wanted to hit the win backs uh, early from deep positions. Um, it didn't come off. A huge amount of times, of course, like when um, when we had the ball deep, the switch was on, but I felt like the wing backs didn't really attack the space quick enough. I put that down to, I guess, getting used to the system and having played in midweek. Like I think both wing backs played 90 minutes. So, yeah, they do the most running in the team. And, you know, they may have been a bit tired from that. I'm not too sure. Uh, the quality of the ball was a bit off as well, especially from... Uh, from Hoybier. Um but again, like I think both both um Hoybier and Skip started iffy, especially Hoybier to be fair, and they grew into the game. Um but I did like obviously once um whenever we had a win back actually attacking space or had the ball on one side, we actually had the opposite win back looking to attack space in the box and be a threat. And that's essentially where our best chance came. Unfortunately, Regulon missed it and it was a poor miss. And, you know, I think we're going to see a lot more of that, obviously, going into a few more games. And it was good. It was a good game for Emerson, I thought, as well. Like, I've seen a lot more, of, uh, a bit more, I should say, of him actually expressing himself. Like, you're seeing him actually take on a few players and get into good positions and looking like he wants to take people on. Like, I've been saying that I would have loved to have seen Aurier in this in this system but a few of the guys in the chat were saying okay yeah we need to give emerson time like of course he's in the new country new league new language but yeah it's a shame that our rotation options matt doherty and not sergio because yeah yeah, i really think he uh sergio would have been great under conte in the system but yeah onwards and upwards I, i also did think as well that like um well, it's a positive and a negative in the sense that I feel like at the moment, the way he's playing the double pivot of Skip and Hoybier, in many ways, it's not like, you know, we're not scaring teams with our ability to play them off the park. But I feel like 
having those two in there and getting them to do specific things in that pivot does make us a bit more stable in the middle. I feel like we're not in positions where we're open, players are being run past at will. But I do also feel because you have these kind of players who are quite, what we would say, conservative, you find them taking lots of more extra touches and passes that they probably, or if you had maybe an an Andombele or someone who had a bit more creativity or a bit more like impetus in the final third, these like passes before the assists could actually lead to something. And I, and I felt that there were lots of times where it got to like Hoybier, it got to like Le Chelso, and you need those passes to maybe beat someone to open open up a channel or beat someone to beat an offside line. And the players that were on the ball weren't doing that. So I, think... I suppose these things are kind of good to see for now, but obviously we need to see better players do these things. Yeah. Uh, one thing as well that I also put into the group and I just think it's a big thing because I feel like as a club, I feel like we've neglected it since Pochettino days, but our ability to be intense on the pitch. I've, I've said this, that ever since we let Pochettino mm-hmm. go, the fitness of the club, the fitness of the players just look ghastly. And to be honest with you, that stat that we put into the group, it, it just showed you that these players are not maintaining any decent level of intensity. You know, when you saw those stats of less than 90 kilometres throughout the team run, excuse me, nine kilometres throughout the team run against Crystal Palace, it's just shocking. And clearly, all the different things that were now coming out of the club, about the club having a different nutritionist, about the club working on conditioning, and us now being more intense, better counter-pressers, all these things are going to kind of work, work to our dis- to our advantage, because I feel like that's a big part of our game where we used to be one of the teams that used to finish games strongly. Now we're going into games and 60, 70 minutes of the games, we're looking gassed with, mm. with rubbish options to come off the bench. I think we've, I think with us as well, yeah, one thing you mentioned was the midfield. I think the midfield is very problematic. Um, and I'm using Sunday's game as an example because we can, we can pick out games against Palace, Man United, West Ham, etc., etc., where... The passing has just been poor. Um, and it's not to say that these guys can't pass the ball. Like, I know people will disagree, but Hoybier isn't a bad passer of the ball. He isn't. Oliver Skip isn't a horrible passer of the ball, but Oliver Skip is far too pedestrian and Hoybier is far too erratic. Like, he's not playing well at the moment. And when he, this guy isn't playing well, he fucking stinks. He's erratic in his movement off the ball and on the ball, he's making terrible sloppy ass passes um our midfield the midfield two we have right now they may put in a shift off the ball but on the ball they're not giving us what we need in terms of that penetration when you look at Conte's teams of the past they normally can offer the two in the midfield can offer something in possession I believe our players can offer something in possession but I don't believe it's currently enough it isn't enough we need more we need more you see that Antonio Conte's link with a player like Barella. Barella is way more incisive than our midfielders. And I don't just mean, oh, Ranger passing. I mean, he's quick in his decisions. If he wants to beat a man, he'll beat a man because he can. If he wants to pass the ball, he'll pass the ball quick. He'll go for a give and go. We don't have anyone in that. When we play Skip and Hoybier, we simply don't have enough panache. And you need panache to break some teams down. When you're playing a 3-4-3, you can't have two midfielders who are going to either keep the game ticking or break up play. Someone has to be um, the, the the probing player in possession. And we don't have that. 
We don't have that. So again, I'll re I'll go back to the start. Skip looks tidyish in possession, and he's 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 he looks re he looks fairly reliable off the ball. Hoybier, when he's playing well, don't shoot me. When he's playing well, can actually pass the ball well because we've seen him do it countless times for Spurs. It is not working. Neither of those midfielders, it's not their natural game to, to pull strings. It isn't. And we need someone who's capable of pulling strings in that position of the pitch. 100%. And I know I just said 100% to myself, but it's the truth. It's facts. We need no, someone no, to no. Massively agree. Massively agree. And even as well, not to go on, but even as well, like having different types of profile of players makes a difference. Having a player who's a ball winner having a player that's creative, having a player that has the ability to carry the ball. All these different things kind of make or break how a midfield works. And I feel like, rightly so, we're just too pedestrian in, in a lot of what we do. Whilst they do some of these simple things well, the things that make us a better team, the things, the things that make us create chances or create goals is what we're missing at the moment. Yeah, no, it's absolutely fair. Um, so we mostly agree with what you were saying as well. Like, yeah, while I think that uh, Skip and Ndombele can play that kind of role at times, it's not been shown to be um, be reliable at this point either. Um, obviously, Skip done it at championship level for Norwich. Uh, we've seen Ndombele do it in spells, but obviously not consistently. Yeah. So, yeah, like, we, like really and truly, like, if we were to add to our midfield in the January transfer market, whoever Conte decides to bring in, I'll back it because we desperately need bodies in there. Mm. But, yeah, that, that sums up, I uh, guess, the Everton game. Obviously, you can catch more of that... Um, more of kind of Conte system and especially the game on the Patreon piece that Sai, Dave and Yas did. Um, just going into the international break now, unfortunately, he had um, Harry Kane. I'm not sure what question was actually asked to him, but he made a comment about his uh, turbulent summer. And um, yeah, Tobes, I know you're off. Thank you for joining us. No problem, lads. Peace out. Peace out, Goldberg. Um, he essentially said he thought he handled the summer speculation well. Um, yeah, your initial thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't like lies. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't like lies. We all lie, yeah. But it's the it's the level of the lie and the impact of the lie. This is an out and out lie. This is this is disgusting. Because if he handled it well, he would have never got booed. It's just facts. You know, man said I handled it well. Honestly, honestly, like, Kane is deluded. Yeah, I know nobody wants to admit, but the guy is mad. Yeah, listen to what I'm saying. He done big man interview with Gary Neville. Sat there and said, yeah, you know, obviously I want to go win things. You know, I've been in the finals. Unfortunately, the club ain't got it done. And, you know, like, I'm sure that, you know, if, if a club comes in with like a hundred million, I'm sure that maybe Daniel Levy will probably like say, yes. Whoa, whoa, big man. What are you doing? He done this on a Sky interview. Yeah. Sky then ran with this. For the whole of the Euros. 
Kane's looking to leave from Spurs. Kane needs to bounce. And he <laughs> never once came out and said, I didn't say that. Well, I don't want to leave Spurs. If the club don't want to get rid of me, I'm happy to play. He never once said this throughout all the expe- um, speculation. And then when it finally hit him, that rah, I'm going nowhere. He comes out with the statement saying, yeah, look, I know everything that's out there that's been said, boom, boom, boom. But at the end of the transfer window, I'm a Spurs player and I'm going to give everything I can for the club. And since then, he's given us nothing but stinking performances. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned. Do you know what I think he should have done? No, I didn't mean to no, cut no, you no. out. But yeah, like, I he done something in the summer which I never thought would happen ever. You got a star player come through the academy, and yeah, he's got a big team interested in him. And he let Daniel Levy, of all people, control the narrative and get all the fans on side with him over Harry Kane. And what I think Harry should have done is gone to Daniel Levy and be like, "Look, like, gone in with maybe Conte as demands. Like, look, if you're not showing ambition and looking to do this, this, and this, then I'm going to hand in a transfer request." He didn't do either of those, so he he just weakened his position as like the days went on in that summer transfer window. And like, when it comes to actual deadline day, and he came up with that statement. A lot of fans had turned their back on him at that point. So yeah, I think he should have just, as I say, gone in with those requests and demands. Uh, obviously, he wants the team to be ambitious. I respect that. But if they're not, if you're not seeing those demands met, or don't think the club are being ambitious, hand in the transfer request, bro. There's no point half-assing it because you've got Daniel Levy running rings around you and your brother. And yeah, honestly, Kane, Kane couldn't hand in the transfer request <laughs> on the on the sole basis of listen. The reason why Kane wanted to go to City is why a lot of players in his position would want to go to City. City wins trophies. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Kane's probably realised, if he hasn't, I'll say it out loud, he's probably realised that when push comes to shove on the days to, to lift up your armpits and, and lift silverware, yeah, he's unreliable. He's not the guy you can put your basket of eggs in. You just can't. He's not reliable. If you give this guy an egg at the beginning of the race, it's going to be on the floor by the 10 metre mark. He cannot take you over the line with the egg intact. He's not that guy. He just isn't. That's fine. That doesn't mean he's a crap player. Some players do need to be carried over the line. That is fine. Because finals are more than just ability. Sometimes you need the mental capacity to take you over the line. Sometimes you need that dog in you, as some people would say. Pause. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Drogba had it. Drogba could go missing the whole season. Put Drogba in a final. You know what was going to happen. It's inevitable. Kane is not inevitable. Well, he is in a sense because he can go missing in a final and that's inevitable in its own right. So he needs the right players around him to essentially take up for what he's not going to be capable of doing in those latter rounds. That's fine. That's cool. My biggest problem is, just like you said, if you want out, then really want out. Don't come with this whole... I'm going to do interview and see if this club's going to come in and pay X amount for me. No, no, no. Force your hand and really want out. Because big man, like I told all you man in the group and I've told all these fans, I 
don't rate him no more. There's nothing this guy can do to get me to celebrate him in a Spurs shirt. Unless, and this is the big unless, we get to a final and he scores a freaking hat-trick. That's my demands. You want to win me back? Yeah? That's my demands that you turn up and do what the right, you do the right thing. I'm I'm like with with this I I don't know man like when I think about it like just take just general human nature all right people whether they tell you otherwise they want to be liked they want people to view them as a certain way they want people to see them in as positive light as possible Kane did not move honourably this summer. And whether he likes to believe it or not, whether his brother or his representation like to make him believe, he did not move honourably this summer. Simple facts. His reputation as a result took a knock. And it almost seems as if he is starting to move deluded in the fact that people know what you were trying to do. People could see what you were trying to do. So when you're now being interviewed after the matter, you're now saying, you know, I was committed. It didn't work out for me. It's almost as if you're now starting to believe your own lie. But it's very difficult for us to take that. It's very difficult for us to take that as fact because everything that you've done up to this point, fine, you've scored all these goals. But for us as Tottenham fans, being who we are, we needed you to turn up at certain points and you haven't. And just because you failed in your ability to help us doesn't mean that you can suddenly just jump shit, break contract, treat us with disdain. I said this at the beginning. I said this at the beginning of the season. Kane can have a wonderful year this year. He can score many goals. He can do anything for England. But I promise the feeling that us proper Spurs fans, when I say proper Spurs fans, I mean fans who watch the game and, and believe in the team, believe what the team represents, they will see that his reputation, our feeling towards Kane, it just won't be the same. It won't be the same. And when I look at him now, I just feel like he's a man who is trying to make himself believe like it didn't work out for all the right reasons, when actually you could have done everything in your power to make it happen, and you didn't. You could have got all your representation to help you get what you wanted, you didn't. You could have gone to Levy and said you wanted to do X, Y, Z. You didn't. So now you're coming out and saying all this stuff about it didn't work out. I feel like it was an unfortunate situation, but now, you know, this is where we're at, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know all this stuff. I'm sorry, Kane. I'm not hearing it, brother. I'm not. Hmm. I'm not. Don't like, be, don't be sorry. My, don't be sorry. Like, my, feeling, my feeling on him, you know, I see him as honestly, truly one of the world-class centre-forwards in world football, world-class. But honestly, at this point in my time, like, I wouldn't mind if he went. I literally, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind. Listen. The current level he's he's performing at, the goals that he's not scoring, the games that he's playing in and not really giving it, like, I, I think... Listen, you know, I'm with people you, People forget as well, Coutinho got sold. Suarez got sold. Ronaldo got sold. It's okay to sell your best player. You don't have to sit and dwell with these guys who don't want to be here. It's okay. The club will move on. We're not going, we're not, we're not going to suddenly just dissipate 
when he goes. No, we'll be fine. We'll use the money. We've got a world-class manager now. We've got a decent sort of standing in terms of our development with the club, the trajectory in which we're moving on. It's okay. But don't, but don't like treat us like we're idiots. Like we don't know what's going on. Like we don't see how you've made us feel. Like, I mean, it's just, it, to me, it further pushes down this fucking, this fucking idea of him being a model pro. Uh, just like, like, I mean, like even in this comment, it's true. There's been games I've watched in the 11 Premier League games this season where I'm, I promise you, Kane has down tools. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like, how does he want us to believe anything he has to say when we are literally in front of our eyes seeing what what we are watching? I mean, I listen, <laughs> straight up, yeah. I don't even want you, want you to kill yourself, bro. Yeah, because it's it's hurting it's hurting my heart. We don't need Booker T to be suffering like this. He's just move back to the end. <laughs> yeah, we need him to be happy. But this is what I'm talking about. Kane, listen, I, I've called him Mook, and it's true. He is a Mook. Yeah, that that's never changing. We can win trophies with him. Again, that's still never changing. My punishment for Kane would be we go out into the market, buy a striker or two, and bench this you and make him a squad player. Listen, I I don't hear all this chat about he's world class and he's one of the best strikers. I don't hear none of that chat. I'm not interested in it because my thing is the stats alone don't carry you over to that that golden place. It doesn't. It just doesn't for me, yeah? Now, people will be like, no, you're being harsh. Yeah, you, I, I couldn't care less, bro. Go eat your mum's jello fries. I don't care, yeah? As far as I'm concerned, yeah, there's more to the game than just that. You just have to turn up in certain games. Hell, if Kane went silent for an entire season, scored only five goals, but the five goals meant that we won a semi-final and a final, bruh, be like, wow, you were crap. But when we needed you, you turned up, yeah? But we ain't even got that from him. What we've got is, oh, the ball definitely touched my shoulder. These times it was Ericsson's free kick that went directly in. But you, you're <laughs> claiming it because you want the golden boot. That's all you only care about, your bloody accolades, yeah? It's fine. It's fine. In basketball, yeah, it's true. I, I probably am an elite harsh baller, yeah? But it's, it's life, bro. In basketball, we call that stat padding. Yeah? Them stat padding, man. They, they they go to teams like the Charlotte Hornets, knock up like 30 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. Man, I like, yeah, 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 sick, sick, sick. Then they go to freaking the Lakers and those 30 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists drop down to like 12 points, five assists, five rebounds and 15 turnovers. My whole thing with Kane is, I don't even think Kane's a stat padder. But what I will say is this. This guy does not have the mental freaking fortitude to turn up when his team or nation needs him to turn up. In the games in which the opponents are nine times out of ten lesser of an ability than he is, he turns up. He does what he needs to do. Yeah, he does. Like it's, it's hilarious. Like, uh, I, I mean, I hate I hate to keep going at this guy, but I read an England interview he said today, something or yesterday, something like, oh, the Italy game will sit with me for the rest of my life. I thought to myself, what are you talking about? You're a perennial loser. Like, you, you oh. only know Ooh. how to lose. Like, 
I mean, all of a sudden, how are you suddenly going to be like, well, this isn't any worse than the Champions League final that you didn't turn up in or the Carling Cup finals that you didn't turn up? I mean, I'm not hearing it, man. I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm he said, so he said, he said that the Italian, because I saw part of the court, so he said the Italian final will sit with him. Bruv, he only turned up for 25 minutes of that final. We discussed this on the pod. Mm. Uh, once, once Italy found out what he was doing and they shut up shop, he didn't have a plan B, no plan C. He had nothing. Boy. Listen, but he does seem to be a lot happier to do these interviews since Conte's been in charge. So I couldn't in, give a flying crap if he's happy to do these interviews. Yeah. Yeah. He should be sent. Look, I'm pretty sure the way Conte is as a manager, if he had options, he'd punish King. He'd easily do. You can go check his history. It's not the first time he's ever like sat his star player, which quote unquote star player, on the bench. There's, there was even a uh, an article today saying that he was offered a potential of getting Hazard on loan because you know Hazard's having an absolute stinker in Madrid, and he said no, nah, I don't. Apparently, he said no, nah, I don't want that guy. He doesn't train hard. So that already lets me know that right, if this guy had options, because we don't have options, Kane will be riding the bench. Or at least suffering, but we don't have options. I'm I'm hearing we're linked to Vlaovic and you know and all that kind of stuff. Go get these man, please. Just go get these options. I don't I don't understand how Spurs went from Berbatov, Keane, the foe, Crouch, Pavlachenko to just Kane. We even mm. had, had like we we've gone from all these men. We, at one point, we had four strikers, three strikers, two strikers. We we went from at least options to just one man. And Janssen. Oh, my God. We had Janssen. <laughs> that was the pain we in the had voice Janssen. for me. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. What have we done? What have we bloody done? And we've let, we've let Kane get to a point where in his head, he thinks without him, we're nothing. In fact, the world actually thinks this. Without Kane, we're nothing. However, this is where our wall backups on. For all the times that we haven't had Kane and we've needed the team or Son to step up, they have. I mean, just go. You can actually go check the stats. We have got to the Champions League final without him. Somehow, some way. It didn't look pretty, but we got there. We've won, we've won crucial, crucial. Premier League games without him. It's just it's just facts. You can go check it. So it, it doesn't mean that we're discrediting what he does as a player. What we're discrediting is the mentality. The man's mad. He's coming mm. with this interview and said, Rah, I didn't feel like I'd done anything wrong. I didn't notice anything. Bruv, your wife needs to pull you aside and tell you whatever jello fries you had, it weren't the correct one. It must have been tainted with some some Amala or something, bruv, because it wasn't correct, bruv. It wasn't right. <laughs> no, that's fair. It's fair. It's like, it's hopefully now, hopefully now Conte can actually drag him to perform, perform actually well in Premier League games, let alone perform well in potential bigger semi-finals, potential finals. But who knows what the, the season holds. Obviously, we're now uh, going into the international break where Conte is going to have more time with certain players. Um, 
I've got high hopes for a certain player, especially with Oliver Skip being suspended for the Leeds game. And um, oh, I think oh, it'll be very oh, fruitful. Let and, it uh, and for that, <laughs> while he's still at the club, um, oh, can't really let it go, can I? I? I wouldn't really expect myself to. But, I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think it would be a good game for anyone to come in. Like, not, not even just a certain player who I'm, happen to or may or may not be on about i think it's a good team um for any player to come in and play like leads will come on to us and probably allow us to play a lot more than everton did to be fair so who knows we'll pre- we'll preview that game next week um as we've got a couple of weeks or about two weeks 10 days whatever it is until um until we actually play that game and yeah it it could be very interesting, but as for now, guys, um, that wraps up tonight's pod. Um, it's been a fiery one. Shout out to everyone in the in the comments and the chat as well. It's it's so brilliantly and it's it's been active. So shout out to you lot, especially a couple of new fans. We have Miles in there, Ash, Gogeta, regular, uh, Wesley. Yeah, everyone. Shout outs to you. Um, again, just a slight plug on a Patreon piece which we've brought out. On um on the con on Conte and what he can bring to the team with Sai, Dave, and Yas. Log into that. And um again, keep an eye out for our streams on Thursday evenings and the audio pod being released on Saturday mornings. As for this evening, that's the the newly rebranded new Spurs order out. Um finished on a lovely cane tangent. So yeah, perfectly on brand and we'll be aiming to to bring more of that content every single week for you guys. That's for now. Bless. Thank you, Scott Hall. Thank you, Booker T, for joining me and we'll see you again soon. On debut, has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! Sports Social Podcast Network.